Welcome to Kids Considered, where two pediatricians discuss children's health topics of interest to parents in a podcast with new subjects considered every episode. I'm Dr. Lena Vanderlist. And I'm Dr. Dean Blumberg. And we're both pediatricians at UC Davis Children's Hospital in Sacramento, California. Kids. This episode, we're going to talk about bicycling, which is, of course, really fun, but it's fun to ride a bike and it's fun for kids to ride bikes. Um, but we also want to make sure that kids are safe while they're on their bike because we've heard of so many stories and we've seen kids fall off their bike so many times. And, you know, most of the time it's a minor injury, they get over it, but sometimes they can have serious injuries. Absolutely. I'm so happy we're covering this. It was funny. Just the other day, my husband and I were on a walk and we were walking by a church parking lot near our house and saw a father and his five or six year old daughter first teaching her how to first learn to ride a bike. And they just looked like they were having so much fun together. And she had such determination and excitement on her face. And so this is a really great activity for kids. I'm glad she was enjoying it because I've also seen kids learning to ride bikes and some of them are like terrified and they just want to like stop. They don't yeah. want to do like, it don't anymore. Don't let go. I remember my parents holding <laughs> the back go, of my right. seat. And I'm like, don't let go. Don't let go. They're like, we're barely <laughs> touching it. Yeah. So really, but riding a bike really gives a child independence um, and it's really a developmental milestone for them to achieve. Right. But like you mentioned, it's important to remember that kids can be injured while bicycling. Some of them are mild and some of them can be serious and tragically even fatal. In the United States, more than 600 children die from bicycle accidents every year. So that's why talking about safety is so important. And there's a lot to talk about from cycling with your baby in a bike seat to tricycles and then graduating to bicycles and choosing the right bike. There's common sense safety rules, how to safely bike to school. And of course, there's the now common use of bike helmets, almost universal. Where should we start with all this? There is so much to talk about, but let's start with just some of the general issues to consider about biking safely. And then we can go into more detail about some of those subjects you mentioned. Okay, that sounds good. So at what age will children generally learn to cycle? So most children start with a tricycle because they're more stable, and they can start around three years of age, and then they start learning how to ride a bike somewhere between four and seven years of age. Right. But like with all children, every kid is different, so they may learn to ride a bike on their own or really, I mean, a lot of times on their parents' timeline for when they're going to teach them. Or later, maybe I had a friend that learned in college. <laughs> right, right. All different ages. So some children really enjoy casual biking just for fun, and others really may take it up as a sport and really be devoted to it. They might use biking as cross-training if they're concentrating on another sport. So there's all sorts of different involvement with bikes that kids can have. Mm -hmm. But let's start at the beginning with the beloved tricycle. Okay, but I don't want to start with a tricycle because I already know how to ride a bike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about a child's first experience, which is usually a tricycle. Right. So most children are ready for a tricycle around three years of age. For their first tricycle, you want to get one that's low to the ground with big wheels because these are less prone to tipping over and are safer for young kids. I remember my brother was obsessed with his, we called it his big wheel because, you know, it had one big wheel in the front and then the two wheels in the back. And so those are great options for young kids. Mm -hmm. Make sure that they wear a helmet, and we'll talk about this in more detail in just a minute. 
right? And to state the obvious, like we mentioned, tricycles are very near to the ground. So people who are driving cars may not see a child on a tricycle. Right. That's a real visibility challenge. And that's why they should only be ridden in protected areas and when supervised, not riding alone, for example, near cars or in driveways or near swimming pools where they could fall in. So let's say that your child is ready to graduate from the trike and go to the bike. Where should parents start with this? That's easy, at the bike shop. (laughs) Yes. Uh So for tricycles, they should be a comfortable size for the child so that they can steer, of course, and then their feet need to be able to reach the pedals. Right. That seems like a given, given the pedals need to propel the bike (laughs) forward. So yes, definitely want them to be able to reach the pedals. And then for bicycles, the child should be able to sit on the bike seat and have their feet touch the ground. And also while standing, there should be an inch or more between the bike's center bar and the child's crotch or groin area. You may also want to start with training wheels as the child transitions from a tricycle to a bicycle. So a lot of the times, kids between five and six might need to start with training wheels. And then once they have coordination to balance, usually closer to age seven, then you can take those off and ride a bike. Again, this is very unique and specific to each individual child. So one common mistake is to buy a bike for a child to grow into. And since children are growing, parents may want to be concerned about buying a bike that will be too small for them too soon and not be buying a bike for them like every year or so. But if the bike is too large for the child, they won't be able to maneuver and control it easily and there's an increased risk of injury. Right. So children may not have the skills or strength to adequately handle a larger bike. Right. And then this will lead to an increased risk of crashing on their bike. So this means that you want to take your child with you when you are bike shopping to make sure that it fits right. Right. And a lot of parents, you know, we're coming when we're recording this, we're heading into the holiday time. So a lot of parents want to surprise their kids with the first bike. But making sure it fits properly is really important. So maybe keep that receipt and be prepared to take it back if it doesn't fit if you are doing it as a surprise. Yeah, that's good advice. Now, some bikes have handbrakes, and these are for older children. Right. Younger children might not have the hand strength to stop the bike and also might not have that coordination to pay attention to the handbrakes while they're steering at the same time. So coaster brakes, and those are the brakes where you backpedal. Um, A lot of, like, the cruiser bikes have those, um, are usually better for younger children. Okay, let's talk about preventing bicycle injuries. The first thing that most people think about when talking about cycling safety is a bike helmet. Everyone, every child, every adult riding a bike or tricycle should wear a helmet at all times, even if it's just riding up and down the block. The majority of bike accidents happen close to home, even in the driveway or on the sidewalk just by the house. And so helmets provide protection against serious head injury and need to be worn at all times. Make sure that your children are wearing a bike helmet, not a football helmet or a helmet designed for other sports. Bike helmets are specifically designed to protect against injury from falling from a bike, and that generally results in a head-first fall. Only buy a helmet in the U.S. that meets safety standards of the CPSC, or Consumer Product Safety Commission. 
These helmets will be labeled on the inside meeting CPSC standards. And so when I was researching this episode, I went into the garage and looked at the inside of my bike helmet to make sure it had the CPSC label, which it did. Great. You want to buy a new helmet for your child because helmets that are resold or used or donated may have already been in a crash and may be too old and therefore provide less protection. Bike helmets protect by having a thick layer of polystyrene plastic foam that absorbs the force of the impact by crushing. It crushes on impact. And all helmets will have a chin strap. That was always the thing that annoyed me the most as a child, but they're so important to secure it in place and make sure that it's staying in place. And hard shell helmets also have a hard outer plastic or fiberglass shell, and this makes them sturdier, but it also makes them heavier and warmer than those that are soft shell. A soft shell helmet doesn't have the hard outer shell, but instead has an extra thick layer of foam covered with cloth, which holds it together if the foam cracks on impact. So either helmet style is fine. Many prefer the soft shell helmets because they're lighter and they're cooler and a lot of people are biking in the summer when it's hot, but they may not last as long as the hard shell types. Right. The most important thing is making sure that the helmet fits very well. It covers the forehead when worn on top of the head, and the chin strap should be adjusted so that the helmet doesn't have that wiggle or slide room. It doesn't go down over the eyes when it's pushed or pulled. We need to do these more by video because when you <laughs> see Dr. Lena demonstrating that with her hands, it was, it was very visual, very effective. <gasps> I should have worn my helmet this morning. <laughs> Just in case you crash during recording. <laughs> okay, so helmets usually fit for several years, and some even come with removable pads so that you can really customize them for the head size of your child and accommodate growth. Definitely. And helmets, like we talked about, should be replaced after every crash or serious fall. This is similar to the car seats that we talked about, which always need to be replaced after a crash as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly like the car seats, because the foam layer of the helmet may have been crushed and then it wouldn't protect adequately during a subsequent crash. So I think we've discussed the easy part, the bike helmets. So you mean all the standards and making sure that they fit correctly? That was the easy part? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the biggest challenge is, of course, getting children to wear them routinely. Yeah. So it's important to establish wearing the helmet routinely from the beginning. As soon as a child rides a tricycle or as a passenger on their parent's bike or they're on a bike themselves, we want this to be a habit for them. Definitely. And it can help to have the child take part in choosing the helmet, make sure it's comfortable for them. They like the design, the color, and then, of course, they're going to be more likely to want to wear it. Yeah, they'll be invested in it. So let your children know why it's important that they wear a helmet. Make sure that they understand that although it's fun to ride a bike, bicycles are vehicles and not toys, and serious injuries may occur. Right. And that they can seriously hurt their head, their most valuable organ, so you love your child, you value their intelligence, and you really want them protected. Tell them to take a look at all of the professional cyclists. They're always wearing helmets when they ride. Mm -hmm. So they're good role models. And be a good role model yourself. Always wear a helmet when you're bike riding. Right. Children learn from observing you. In fact, the most important influence on children wearing a helmet is riding with an adult who's wearing a helmet. And like all things with kids, give positive feedback for wearing the helmet and discipline if they go out riding without a helmet. Right. So praise children for wearing a helmet. Even give them treats or special privileges if they wear their helmet without you having to remind them. 
And of course, never let them ride a bike without wearing a helmet. Consistency is really important, so don't make exceptions or they won't believe that helmets are important. There are other things that children can wear to make biking more safe. Mm -hmm. So let's start with clothes. You want to be clothed because riding a bike nude can get a little chilly. (laughs) Right, but I guess I was thinking by default they're going to be wearing clothes. I just wanted to point out that they should wear clothes with bright colors so that they are easily seen by drivers and others. Right, that's a great recommendation. And make sure that the pant cuffs are not too loose because there's nothing worse than getting your pant leg caught in your bike chain. I think a lot of us have experienced that and you know, it can cause you to fall or be unstable. Right, and it messes up the pants, too. And it rips the (laughs) pants. Uh Wear shoes that are sturdy and closed-toed, laced securely, no flip-flops that might fall off. And knee, elbow, and wrist pads or guards are often worn by young children um, that are just learning to ride because they're more likely to take a few tumbles. And they also can be worn by trick riders or kids that may be doing things like wheelies or more dangerous things. Mm -hmm. And always leave reflectors on bikes. These make the bike more visible to others. When a child is first learning to ride a bike, choose an area without traffic or obstacles with a stable surface like pavement or asphalt, not gravel or sand. The empty church parking lot I mentioned in the beginning seems like a great place to start. Mm -hmm. And grassy areas may lower the risk of injury if they fall because they're softer, but a lot of grassy areas are kind of lumpy, so you want to make sure that the surface is relatively smooth. And when they're more comfortable riding, bike paths are great because they're designed for this activity and there's no cars. Right, right. And there's less distractions on bike paths, hopefully. Let's now talk about some other biking safety tips. Like the rules of the road. (laughs) The rules of the road. When biking down the street, remember children and adults alike should always ride on the right side of the road riding with traffic. Right. Some parents may have been taught that it's safer to ride facing traffic, but this just isn't true. Yeah. In fact, almost a quarter of all bike-car collisions are from riding against traffic. It's also important to teach children the importance of hand signals when they're riding in the street. Right. Hand signals help cyclists communicate with drivers. So left turn is left arm. I'm going to do some more skills. Left arm straight out. Right turn can either be the left arm bent at the elbow with the hand pointing up towards the sky or the right arm straight out. Um, And then there's a few more like stop. I think you put your arm down. So definitely review those if you're not familiar yourself and review them with your child. If you were on a bike, I would know exactly what you were doing. (laughs) (laughs) So for some children, they may not have the skill or coordination to use hand signals without swerving, and that obviously would be dangerous. So they shouldn't be riding on the street until they can master using hand signals. And generally, this occurs with children about 10 years of age or, or older. Right. So children younger than that age should be riding on the sidewalk if it's allowed in your, you know, county Yeah, and that's always been confusing to me where we live, whether you're allowed to ride on the sidewalk or not, although I see cyclists do that when it's, when and usually they do this when the street is, like, not safe to cycle on. So always stop at stop signs. Children should not be distracted by headphones or cell phones while biking. And young children should never ride a bike after it's dark. Even if they have reflectors on the bike or reflective clothing, it's it's dangerous for young kids. 
Mm-hmm. If older children like teens must ride at night, then they should have reflectors and lights on their bike, plus wear reflective clothing. Let's talk a little bit about kids riding their bikes to school. So this is a healthy mode of transportation. It's good for the environment, and the children get some exercise on the way. And parents should ride with younger children to make sure that they're safe. Older kids can bike themselves to school, of course, depending on their maturity level, their judgment, and parents' judgment of their safety on the route. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it's useful to practice the route ahead of time so that there are no surprises on a school day and to make sure your child's comfortable riding to school. How about parents cycling with really young kids on board their bike or getting towed in a trailer behind the bike? Mm -hmm. So this is a great way for the whole family to be together outside. This is usually for kids around ages one to four. Children less than one year of age are too young to travel on a bike because their necks are just too weak to support their head at that age. So if this is something your family is interested in doing, you first need to get an appropriate rear-mounted bike seat. There's also some bike seats that are mounted in the front and or a child travel trailer. So the seat is firmly attached over the rear wheel for the rear-mounted seats. And then there's guards to prevent the child's hands and feet from being caught in the wheel spokes. Right. There's going to be high back support. And then the child, of course, is strapped into the seat with a sturdy harness, almost like a car seat. Next, you want to get a helmet. Soft shell types are best for children this age since they need to be light for small children who may not have strong enough neck muscles to support the hard shell helmets. Even a small child on an adult bike will increase the instability of the bike and increases stopping time for the parents, so parents need to take this into account and ride extra carefully. So avoid riding with young children on board on really busy streets or in poor weather because it's really best to ride on bike paths where it's a more controlled environment in parks or quiet streets and take extra care. Go slower than you usually would go. And if you have one of those trailers that you're pulling on the bike, you always should have a flag or something that's notifying that you're towing something so that motorists or or people driving can see as well. So let's talk about some of the common injuries that we see as physicians from bicycling. The most severe injury that we worry about really are, are, these are head injuries. Right. And that's why we spent so much time talking about bike helmets, because they're really shown to decrease the number and severity of head injuries. If your child suffers a head injury, take a good look at them. If they're unconscious, call 911 in the U.S. right away and avoid moving the head or neck. If they're bleeding, you want to control it with direct pressure. And if they're awake, but they have headaches, dizziness, nausea, blurry vision, or ringing in the ears, then see a doctor right away, because these are signs of a possible concussion. If the child falls and hits the handlebars in the abdomen, this can result in intra-abdominal injury. So if they have stomach pain, vomiting, any blood in the urine, it's very important to see a physician. And if they fall on the center bar of the bike, this may result in a groin injury. So if they have continuing pain, bleeding, or difficulty, or burning with urination, then they should also see their doctor. Broken bones, dislocations, or sprains can all result from falling off a bike, especially the famous foosh injury or fall on outstretched hand. (laughs) Wrists, ankles are going to be more at risk, um, and x-rays will be needed if there's severe pain or deformity to that 
extremity or if the, of course, if the child can't walk or it hurts really bad when a parent presses on the bone. So go see your doctor if you have any of these concerns. Less severe injuries may include cuts and bruises, and cuts and scrapes should be clean. Deeper cuts may require stitches, so see your doctor for those. And treat minor injuries with rest, ice packs, and pain medications such as acetaminophen or ibuprofen. Definitely. So let's summarize some of our main cycling points we talked about in today's episode. Children usually start riding a tricycle at around three years of age and then graduate to a bicycle at four to seven years of age, initially with training wheels. Right. Make sure you choose a bike that's the right fit for your child, not one for them to grow into. Bicycle helmets provide protection against serious head injury and should fit properly and be worn at all times. It may be challenging to teach your child to wear a helmet every time they're on a bike, but we promise you that if you do this from the very, very beginning, it will be easier and it will become a habit. Mm -hmm. It'll become a routine. And then also teach your children the rules of the road. Like riding on the right side of the road with traffic and how to use hand signals to communicate to drivers. Young children should not ride after dark. It's just too dangerous. And biking to school is a great option as long as the route is safe. Riding with younger children on a parent's bike can be fun for the whole family. Make sure you have an appropriately mounted bike seat or travel trailer, and of course they still need to use a bike helmet. Falling from a bike may result in injury, including head injury, concussion, intra-abdominal, or groin injuries. Or of course broken bones, so pay attention to cycling safety to reduce your risk of all of these injuries. And have fun out there! I mean, here in California, we can ride bikes year-round. We can ride bikes year-round, yeah, but that reminds me of a joke. (laughs) Of course it does. (laughs) So this kid is at home, and a neighbor knocks on the door, and she answers the door, and the neighbor says, your dogs are chasing people on bikes. So how did the kid respond? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) That's silly. Our dogs don't even own bikes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got it. That's That's a pretty good one. Yeah, it's not bad. That's not bad. Have you ever had any serious bike injuries or No, I'm I'm kind of a wuss though. Like um, you know, I of course, you know, it's like riding a bike. I learned to ride a bike when I was a kid and recently um we got some road bikes which are, you know, different than your beach cruiser that I grew up riding or a around town bike. And so for these you have to clip your shoes in. And that is like a whole other added element because I'm so reliant, like you said, of like having a bike where you can touch your feet down on the ground. So I felt like I've had to relearn how to ride a bike recently. Yeah, I mean, there's a that that's really a different experience when you're when you're clipped into the pedals. Have um, have you and Tom ever done a tandem bike? (laughs) No, but I one year for Mother's Day, we rented one and mm-hmm. I rode around with my mom and my grandparents were visiting. Those are great. Do you guys have a tandem bike? Oh, no, but we've we've tried it. It's a, It takes some coordination to people on a bike to to make sure you're both on the same page. But yeah, you know, once you get going, it's fun. Yeah. Any big biking injuries for you? No, but I remember I just reminded when I was thinking about this episode, I was reminded that we had some um, visitors from out of town. And of course, we live right near the bike trail that goes along the river in Sacramento, which is such a such a nice resource for everybody. And um, they went, these visitors went biking, we have extra bikes. And 
somebody stopped like right in front of him and he flipped over and landed on the pavement. He ended up with a collarbone, broken collarbone. Oh my goodness. Um, is what happened. So yeah, so you can get serious injuries from from biking. It's definitely not without risk, but it's such a good skill for kids to to learn and to really support their independence. So I always encourage parents to give it a shot. Yeah, I remember when I was first learning to ride a bike, we lived on we lived on a hill. And so the way you would learn a, to bike was it was a pretty steep hill too. It didn't have really many flat places, but of course, you know, you're too like lazy to like go to a flat part of town. So we would learn how to ride a bike by riding down a steep hill. And of course what that led to was, you know, you you you'd yeah, fall off. You'd falls. go too fast. <laughs> fall, yep. fall off your I think a stingray was my first bike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That wraps up this episode of Kids Considered. You can find more information on our website, kidsconsidered.ucdavis.edu. Follow us on Twitter at Kids Considered. And Instagram at Kids Considered. If you have feedback on this show or topics you would like us to discuss in the future, we would love to hear from you. Please call us. Our number is 916-915-3388. Or email us at kidsconsidered at gmail.com. Please rate us on iTunes or wherever you subscribe to your podcasts. Thank you for listening, and we hope you will join us for our next podcast. Kids Considered is sponsored by UC Davis Children's Hospital. 